Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, boys, men, women, children of all ages, all the way live, hailing from L.A., California, yay, home of the palm trees and chronic leaves, some call it Grand Zilla or Top Chef Tony, I call it the champion they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste They say mind is a terrible team to face On my grind it's unbearable cream to chase I'ma shine though whatever it seem to take They say a mind is a terrible thing to waste They say mind is a terrible team to face On my grind it's unbearable cream to chase I'ma shine, it's about to say Little bit of jewelry on, no choke chain though Couple rocks here and there, but no rain What up, what up, we are back at it again with the High Blood Tools Podcast You already know it's me, Jarrell and of course, I got my road dog, the Bud Tender of Year Award winner, <laughs> Cannabis Rocky. What's happening with you? What's going on, Jarrell? Man, dude, we have a really good show today. I'm really excited. We got Jaybird here. If you're in the uh, Las Vegas uh, cannabis community, everybody knows Jaybird. Welcome, Jaybird. Jaybird brought some good things with him. Jaybird, tell them a little bit about yourself and what you're doing on here on the podcast. The hey. podcast. Hey, man. Uh, thanks for having me, Rocky. Jarrell. Absolutely. It's Jarrell, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just making sure I got that right. First time meeting. So, uh, thank y'all for having me on. This has been so much fun being in the industry. Um, a little bit about myself. Well, um, my name's Jaybird. Born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. I, uh... Moved out here three years ago for pursuit of the passion of cannabis, honestly. Oh, yeah. I uh, had about $10,000 saved up in my account and uh, a dream. And I told my mom, I said, Mom, I'm going to Vegas and I'm going to go sell weed. And she, probably, she, looked at me like, she looked at me and she said, you know what? She said, go. Oh, wow. That's said, awesome. Mom. So she told me, she, she supported me fully, and she said, you know, you always can come home, but you can't ever, you know, you'll regret a decision that you didn't make. Right. You know, so she supported it. So I moved out here August 6, 2017, and uh, October, check this out, October 2nd, the day after the Las Vegas shooting, I got hired at Jenny's Dispensary. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, it- so I you got, got the job. two months of being here, yeah. and I've been in the industry ever since. I was at Jenny's, uh, then I was a uh, sales rep for Vegas Canagars, if y'all remember Vegas Canagars. Sure do. Um, then I got, you know, I think that the state made the milligrams go from, uh, we had like a milligram law here mm-hmm. where, you know, everybody was making 3,500 milligram whatever. Right. We were, our Canagars were like, between 12 and 2400 milligrams but now you can't make a one product over 800 milligrams right. so that's why you're seeing full gram cartridges at like only 80 percent you know you won't see a full gram cartridge over 80 percent now when did that change the... don't quote me on that i don't know the exact date but i, I think you know earlier last year Man, that's crazy like maybe maybe july of last year or something. awesome awesome yeah so so that that actually kind of eliminated my my job, kind of because what we were doing was we were, I mean, our products were just too potent. Yeah. <laughs> two, you know, uh, uh, two grams of flour, gram and a half of concentrate wrapped around a, you know, high grade flake, high grade weed. You know, it's just so. Um, now I left Canagars and went to Sahara Wellness for a little bit, and now I'm at uh, my home spot at Top Notch. 
So I'm a butt tender now at Top Notch. And uh, nice. I, I can't be happier, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a dream come true to be a quote-unquote butt tender, you know what I mean? Hell it's, yes it is. We have the coolest fucking job in the world. <sighs> yes, we do. People like, hey, how you like your job? I said, what job? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, man, I know, that's right. And we, have, uh, we definitely have another special guest with us, Jarrell. Zach. Zachary, what's going on now, Zach B? Heck yeah, really great butt tender, um, personal friend. Absolutely. Here, so really good guy. Tell me about yourself. Where you from? Hey, I'm from Minnesota. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me on here too. But I'm just an art dude selling weed. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out here living in Vegas, loving it, selling weed, doing my thing, and uh, it's definitely way different from Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? It's medical there, but <clears throat> way more restricted, way more uptight. It's a new world out here. I absolutely love it. How was the weed game in Minnesota like, as far as like, you know, good, bad? Uh, it was great. like, they, they always said it was no name flame, but it wasn't flame. I'm sorry, man. Right. It, was, it was always bad. They said it was blue dream all the time. It looked different every single time. It, it was not great, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no name flame. I heard that. Love that. <laughs> Excellent. What was what about you? Um, where you seen from? Memphis, Memphis man. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, so they got the flame out there. Oh yeah. Well, I was kind of the weed man. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew somebody. <laughs> I just knew somebody, you yeah. know. So, no, nah, uh, it was good. It was good if you knew the right person. Right. You put it that way. Almost like anywhere. You gotta so know. you just gotta know somebody. It's all about me, but yeah. you know, I was always the person though that that sniffed out who had the best or. If it wasn't up to my standards, I just wouldn't buy it. So that's, I, that's just the truth. That has been my whole life. So I tell people at the shop now, I'm a snob. They're like, <laughs> so if they ask me my opinion on it, I'm like, well, I haven't smoked it, but it's just my opinion. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, we're spoiled now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm Straight up. I'm Straight up. We've got smoking. 70 different flavors at the shop. Always yep. smoking something different. Variety's key, man. Smoking a Kushko Sour Power OG blunt right now. Sticky, sticky, sticky. The stickiest of the OG. And you know, that's that's really hard to do. They've they've really took a long time to dial this in. So, I mean, shout out to Kushko for sure on this fabulous weed. I wish more people understood and knew about the brand. You know what I mean? It's so fire. It's really, it's really, uh, it's really exciting to see, you know, random people that I personally hadn't met to show up with the jar of sour power and I'm like hell yeah man yep just that's more people like you need to be around <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> you know you, we, we fucks with this hobby and the so reason that's why this is called high button <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> the reason why it's so good is it not I mean you don't everything does not have to be hitting at 28% right this is gonna be good bud because it tastes good it smokes good you know when you look at it, it's gorgeous flower. Like the trichomes, that you could just tell, yeah, that they did great flushing process. Everything was just phenomenal and amazing. Kushko keep doing what they're doing, man, for real, seriously. Amazing stuff. So um, one thing that I noticed, and the reason why I wanted to have you guys on the podcast, too, is that both of you are up for awards this year, right? I'm not. (laughs) So we have two Las Vegas Cannabis Awards uh, nominees. Uh, Jay Bird, you're on there for... Cannabis Activist of the Year. Activist of the Year. And if anybody deserves it, it's you, buddy, for sure. I appreciate it. Yes, it's a it's uh, it's hard work doing what we do every day. You know what I mean? Because like, what what happens when somebody comes in and says, "I have cancer right now"? 
I need it. And grabs you by the wrist, you know what right. I mean? And says, I need you to help me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, nothing can really prepare you for those feelings and emotions that you have with that customer. But when not only those those relations and, and feels that you have with that customer, but when it actually works for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you see those results and they come back to you and they start to trust you, you know what I mean? That's where that's where it punches you. And like, just I, I lost a I lost a customer earlier this year to cancer. You know what I mean? And it's man, it, I cried about it. You know right. because mm-hmm. she only wanted me to be her delivery driver and she only wanted me to you know show her what's good. And I didn't I didn't take it to heart as at fault. You know what I mean? Because stage four cancer, I don't think there's a, almost a cure for it yet. But you know, it's just one of those things that you know you can never be prepared for with, with what you're doing, um, with those emotions involved. Yeah, too, you know what I mean. Right. So like that that something like that uh, kind of hits you too. I feel like. Um, sorry to get so deep. No, <laughs> but you know, here's the thing. That's what we like to do, man. You know, you're a good bud tender yeah. when somebody comes up to you and they're like, "Hey, I have you know stage four cancer," and you immediately jump into butt tending mode the best way you possibly can. Yeah, right. Like it's sure. detrimental, course, yeah. and I don't care. I don't know everything. As a butt tender, I'm still learning newer new things all the time. So I always use my other butt tenders as resources. Yeah. Hey, you know, I have this customer that has PTSD. We just talked about that recently. What would you suggest for, you know what I mean? And like kind of bounce it around and find out what the absolute best avenue is for that customer. And when they come back yeah. and they're like, I haven't gotten that kind of sleep or I haven't felt that good in years. Yeah. Then you know, man, and there's no tip that covers right. how good you feel. There's right. there's nothing that's going to make you feel better than that moment. No, hundred percent. Yeah. That's that's the joy I think I get out of work every day. It's like people saying that you're right to me over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, yeah. other than that, like it's like I know what I'm doing. You know? Right. Like, yeah. Hey, working in Vegas too, we do a lot of tourists out here. A lot of people have never even tried cannabis, and it's cool to have them come to us and we drop some knowledge on them and teach them about it. and And they really trust in us too, so we have to give them the right advice and keep doing it. You know, yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. love it. And like you said, man, and we mentioned it before in the podcast. One of the best feelings is when they come back and be like, "Hey, that shit worked. That shit that you put me on." I appreciate it, man. Like, yeah. that helped me out. Like, that's yeah. one of the greatest feelings. And I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, know, I know what I'm talking about. Man, because, you know, I mean, everybody yeah. second guesses themselves sometimes. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, not, the four of us are sitting here, but yeah, I obviously see that y'all like a lot more sativas than I do. You know what I mean? So, that's totally cool. It's just more of a preference thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I personally just can't function on them. Right. I get <laughs> I get jittery, so I'm like, man, let me let me get some of this indica real quick. Let me calm the hell down, just because it feels it feels like I need to get up and go do something right now. Right, I don't feel like I can actually <laughs> just relax and just chill. Like yes. that's what I feel like your cannabis should be for is just chilling. But that's my opinion it's on what I'm using. No, it. right? Oh, absolutely. Right. So I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't ever get drunk drunk. I have a few friends that see me drunk maybe a handful of times and they can tell you the funniest stories about it. You know what I mean? But other than that, I've, I think I've used cannabis since I was probably 18 years old and subconsciously not knowing that it helps me all the way around. You know, that's what I've, I've realized. Um, my dad smoked 
when I was younger and he hid his bong for me under his hats up in his <laughs> uh, like uh, on top where I keep my hats right yeah. now is, is where my dad would hide his bong and I found it one day when I was 12 and I, I looked at it and I was like what is this because you know I mean obviously it's not as bad as <laughs> but I was like and I smelled it and I was like ooh gross and, and then just put it back and then fast forward probably 10 years later I'm like Hit, here I am just chiefing it up like Snoop but yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when I was young and I found a, like a big it was probably like a close to an ounce of weed in my grandfather's truck but I was young I had no idea what it was um, but it wasn't until I got older so I'm now I'm thinking I'm like damn like my grandfather's a lot cooler than I thought he was like cause I know he drank every once in a while and I'm like oh shit he smoked weed too I'm like fuck like my grandfather's pretty cool I should yeah. be kicking it with him cool straight yeah. up yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I had a similar story with my mom too. My mom was a stoner in the family, and uh, first time I found her pot, you know, you raise like it's such a bad thing, it's a drug. Like I'll never forget the day that one of my teachers told me, if you smoke weed, it'll kill you one day. Like straight, it'll kill you. And, and now I'm out here selling it as medicine, it's legal, like it's come around so far. But yeah, I found my mom's pot, and I was like, you know, it must not be that bad. Right. If mom my mom smoked weed, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, nothing's good. It's it's my normal, mom's a man. The smell of cannabis was a regular ass smell in my house because my dad smoked heavy. Really? Yeah, I mean he he tried to hide it, but he wasn't leaving the house. Oh. He t- would tell my mom, <laughs> yeah. "Play now." I remember ha- her having conversations with him in Spanish that she didn't think I understood. <laughs> where she was like, you know. You can't smoke weed in the house. And he's like, I will be damned if I'm going to work and then not smoke in my own house. You know what I mean? So it was always that smell. And I actually, as a child, I liked that smell of cannabis. And I used to find papers around the house and shit. My mom would get so mad. I'd be like, look what I found, you know. And she'd have a fit, you know. But it's always been a part of... um, my family and, and my culture for sure, uh, absolutely. So it's cool to hear that you guys also have similar fucking stories. Uh, every one of us, huh? Oh, we all got a story, I feel like, you know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's how we got here, you know? Yes. It's, it's our path to what we're doing. And I think every everybody here loves what they do. I see all y'all on Instagram, you know what I mean? Y'all started the podcast from this. You started the clothing company. Hell yeah. I'm a cannoline deep in a squirt right now. So. Right. <laughs> let's yeah, talk I'm about that. Yeah, I swear. So let's talk about this cannoline, bro, because this shit is amazing. I feel like what what is it and so, just tell people what it is. So it's it's a hundred milligrams. It's a vegan sugar free syrup that basically is modeled after you know the promethazine, but without the coating in it. And that's basically how the owner kind of pr- promotes it almost, you know, but it's a legal THC version. So it pours it up the same way. It's uh, five flavors. You can get them at like 10 different dispensaries around town right now. They're roughly like 20 bucks a piece for 100 milligrams, you know what I mean? So Which is not a bad deal. No, He's, that's amazing. It up. Like, I, I drank a squirt. I mean, I got a Sprite right here. Rocky's got a LaCroix oh, that she poured up in, you know what I mean? And you said they're so, vegan too? Yeah, they're vegan. Nice. So that's... So if anybody... They don't, add, they don't add any additional, you know, sugars or anything to your sodas or anything like that. So that's the beautiful part about them. Um... And not only that, they get you slapped. You know what I mean? Real quick. Yeah. 
It's, it's, quicker, it's quicker than you don't have to eat ten gummies. You right. don't have to eat uh, twenty sour belts. You don't have to eat all the wild gummies. You know what I mean? Sometimes all that sugar gives people a, a stomachache. You yeah. know what I mean? So if you want something, you're normally going to drink a, a drink anyway. So right. Why, you can put them in your smoothies. You know, you could you could do whatever you want to do with them. Fill them in whiskey. Put them in a cocktail. Put them in a cocktail. <laughs> you know, I, I got a video on my Instagram where I poured one in a margarita the other day. I <laughs> saw that. Oh, you were hilarious, yeah, man. Slide. That was so cool. But the, the waitress walked by and like looked at me. So, but like, it's just something that it's something different and something it's distinctive and efficient. It's discreet, too. It's discreet, yeah. So. I'm going to tell you anything small that people can carry with them in their pocket that is 100 milligrams, that's a no-brainer. And it's not going to melt. Right. And it's and most it important is. in Vegas and right now, anywhere, yeah. Chicago, anywhere, wherever you're at, yeah. this gummies will melt. Chocolate will melt. Yeah. This, is got, this is really say, awesome. How many times have you had a oops package of, of gummies because they all stuck together? Yeah. Because one big old bag of glue. Yeah. yeah. Then you got one gummy. Right. One gummy. And then you lose profit on it because you have to sell it for a certain amount. You know, so. It's that's a, what's up, man. This is a good product right here, man. That's something I definitely... Definitely would get behind if I was if I was to this podcast. Go look at that shit. No, I'm gonna crack another one of these Lacroix. Let's go ahead and talk about it because I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, the first half of this bottle was amazing. I'm sure the second half is gonna be equally as good. I've never seen a board in a Lacroix, so that's a new one. No, you should. It's almost like a what's peanut, a peanut punch in a coconut Lacroix. Yes. You that <laughs> a, a peanut punch and a coconut <laughs> LaCroix. That's how we're doing it. That's man. how we're going to do it yeah. today. That's what's up, LaCroix. So, Zach, man, you got the um, the cannabis lifestyle. Cannabis lifestyle, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Zach, I, I'm ripping the shirt today, man. Yep, I see you repping over there. I appreciate I you. you. <laughs> yeah, bro. So yeah. how did that come about, man? So I started this with my boy, Anthony Borgia. He was actually working with us. He was a butt tender as well, and... Uh, we want to start a cannabis lifestyle company. It just kind of fell into place. He was a graphic designer. I wanted to get behind sales and start pushing it and investing and whatnot. And uh, he came up with some really awesome logos and designs for me, and it just kind of took off. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, man. Was it something that you thought about before you got into the cannabis industry? Like, I want to... Honestly, cannabis kind of pushed me towards it, man. Like, it just uh, it just kind of makes you think of other things in the industry, other ways to benefit, other ways to market and uh, it just kind of all fell into place, like I said, and I absolutely love it. It's been a fun, fun trip. Yeah, like we always tell people, or what we like to say is like, find your lane in this industry because it's so young. There's so many avenues you can go down and find different hustles. Like, just just try that shit. You never know what might catch on and be your thing. Straight you know, up. Yeah, man. Like, you guys are living proof right here. You both got your t-shirts popping. You got the cannoli going. Got the we be better, man. Yeah, nah, you doing it, man. Hey, talk about this. Zach, hey man, like think about this though, bro. It's kind of like we're in an industry where Jack Daniels is legal in our state right now, but it hadn't reached Tennessee yet. You know, I'm not in Tennessee. You know what I mean? So like, just think about that. Alcohol was not in every all fifty states at one point. Right. You know? Right. Bud Light was not in all fifty states at one point. It had to get there, you know what I mean? It had to get the clout. It had to get the name. It had to get the snowball rolling, you know? 
I called somebody out on Instagram for being a, uh, they called me a clout chaser on Instagram. You know what I mean? But you got you got to build clout anyway. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's kind of well, how does that work? Yeah. What how, what kind of negative bullshit is that? <laughs> a clout chaser? I don't know. I, I rep myself very hard. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you don't rep yourself, who the fuck? Right. You? Exactly. I do the same. And guess what? I have to, man, because you, we mention this all the time. And I'm going to use one of Jarrell's quotes. Who we this is in its infancy, right? Infancy. Yep. So like, take advantage of it now. Why? wouldn't you it, it makes no sense not to and if you have the capabilities to do so and you have all the resources available why wouldn't you do it before these big ass punk ass corporations come in and start mm-hmm. clogging up every void and every lane and start doing this shit right now man why the fuck not exactly and keep it real with the people that actually were in the industry to start with and understand it and know what people are looking for out there. That's so important. Yeah. I see things pop up and then it's like, what is this garbage, right? And it but, disappears real right, quick. and it disappears real quick because somebody thought that they could just pop into the cannabis industry. And you know what it is? It's the motherfuckers that don't know. Like, like you butt tenders, you people that's out there, like you know the product, like you know the industry. So you can you you know what's needed out there. So just do that shit. Like don't let these people come out here and keep trying shit. Like you said, the shit they throw some shit out there and it's gone just like that. Right. Because we know like it's bullshit. So yeah, man, just do that shit. You know what's up. Yeah, you guys have the you you're a bud tender. You have the knowledge of everything. Think about that. In reality, you know. The people that make the cannabis, you know, the people that sell the cannabis, you know, the people that, you know, cultivate, you know, all the people. And so you have all the resources. Not everybody has that. The people that work in cultivation don't have that. Honestly, and it I, it's sad, but it's true. But we have that capability because we work with people that grow. Even if it's, you know, they can't, they're not working in cultivation right now. They understand it. They, you know what I mean? They have their own plants. They do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? So really, in all honesty, you can do anything. This is just a diving board for you. And that goes to show. So we have two products uh, Jaybird brought in the cannoline and then also too you're a really big representative for we'd be better off. Yes, sir. And I love it, dude. Yeah, I love sure. it. I, I appreciate that. Forgot the stickers for y'all. I was driving over here. I had to do a busted U turn. <laughs> you know? I was upset about that. I was like, dang, you know, uh, for all this smoking weed, I'm always forgetting something, yeah. but um. We Be Better Off has been a huge part of my life lately. Shout out to Jim. He is a fabulous person. Uh, he's given me a huge opportunity to uh, let me try to show what We Be Better Off means to me. And, uh, you know, I've gotten it in a few hands of some celebrities. You know, I've met some pretty cool pretty cool people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, he's been doing this a lot longer than I have. And he's did celebrity golf tournaments in California. And... Got to meet Oscar De La Hoya and Jason Kidd and, hmm. you know, all these really cool people, you know, uh, Schoolboy Q, um, we met George Lopez, yeah. you know, Mike Tyson, of course, because he was at y'all's place, uh, Burner from Cookies, you know, yeah. just uh, Cheech, Chong, you know, just a little bit of everybody. And it, what do you mean? We all have a story, like I said, and we'd be better off. We'd be better off without the nonviolent you know, jail time, people that are doing jail time for nonviolent charges for a bag of weed, you know, 
we'd be better off with my dad still around if I would have been more educated on CBD. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't hold that against myself, but I'm educated now, you know, and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for uh, my passionate pursuit in cannabis. We'd be better off pursuing your gene, pursuing your dreams, being the difference that you want to see in this world. You know what I mean? And if you can't, if you can't go out there and do that, you know, and just show your passion will show. So I just try to let my passion show through cannabis and everything that I do. And we'd be better off is like the best representative way of that by showing support every day by wearing the own clothing brand that I that I love, you know. And that's that's how I feel it is. I love it. And, you know, I love the name. Man. So, but we'd be better off means something different to you, to you, and to you. Okay, so, exactly. I feel like that that gives everybody an uh, opportunity to tell their own story. Yeah, how we make them a better person. Yeah, it's a conversation mm-hmm. starter for Absolutely. sure. Oh my goodness! Absolutely. So, like, when people see the shirt, they're like. They'll either laugh or be like, hey, I like your shirt, letting you know that they smoke weed or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a little signal. I want it to be more of like a stamp, a signature, you know, opposed to something like Jaybird approved. You know, we want it to be, we'd be better off approved. Right. You know, like Kushko, we'd be better off approved. Cannoline, we'd be better off approved. Right. Or like that stamp, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like when you see the check mark on Instagram, <laughs> verify. Oh, it's been officially verified. It's official, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, because like we need to do something like that in the industry where, you know, you see like a stamp mark on something, you know what I mean? Like that's making that an official product where it's like a group thing. It's like a secret butt tender society type thing that they know that that shit is the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, whether it's the dabs, whether it's the pre-rolls, whether it's the... But it has to be that brand, you know what I mean? Whether yeah. they grow... Like the Sour Power, that, that's a, a strain that they grow. We'd be better off certified, you know what I mean? That's yes. how I totally feel. The cannolines, we'd be better off certified. So yeah. that's just... it's a, It could be just more than anything. We started a new uh, We'd Be Better Off YouTube channel mm. yesterday. So I'm going to start doing... Like, we'd be better off cannabis tours or something, you know what I mean? And then right. coming and touring, uh, planet, like, I'll come and tour Planet 13 and have uh, Rocky butt in me or whatever, you know what I mean? And show me around the shop and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, show her version of the, the store, you know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah, for sure. And then we'll stamp Rocky, we'd be better off. That's what, that's what the, the feels is to me. So, mm-hmm. and that, that's, that's what I'm about. Well, dude, you know what? I worked side by side with Zach. Uh, and I have never seen like a low-key celebrity situation happening in my freaking <laughs> life. Like low-key, Zach has like celebrities yeah. that come in just for just Zach. Yeah. And not like even like small people. I can't say because, you yeah. know, here's the thing. Um, that's Instagram. a part. Yeah, but yeah. look at his Instagram, yeah. and then you kind of get the idea of where you know. I feel like um, when you have somebody with that kind of uh, clout out there in the universe, anything is possible. To be very honest, yeah. so I feel like uh, I'm going. To, we're going to showcase a little small portion of each one of these items to um, your cannabis lifestyle company. We're definitely going to show, showcase that as well for you guys because honestly, we need to support each other. Uh, these are small fries right now, but I feel like down the line, we're going to talk about this. We're going to listen to this podcast and be like, holy shit, remember when we had Zach by and that one, you know, yeah. that 
He had a small little, you know, company and it just blew up. That cannoline, what the fuck? Gee, that's everywhere. So support is key. Um, even if you, you know, I can't say, oh yeah, I can, because we can't do that cannoline part portion of it. But if you do own a dispensary, or if you are in the industry where you can buy this cannoline, please check it out. It, it it's really like on point and on key. Do that because I think it's really important to look at all aspects of things. We are the ones that work. We know what sells. Yeah. We're the front line on this situation. Honestly, we're the decision as to whether or not something actually gets sold in a place. Yeah, I said that before. Yeah. Right? Yes, we're the gatekeepers. Guess, guess what? If y'all didn't like me and didn't like this product, guess what? Guess what wouldn't sell? You know what I mean? That product, and guess what? We almost think like hive minds. Yeah. Because. When we when there's a product that we all equally don't like, that shit will not sell as a group. And you only need to hear one bartender say, "Did you taste that shit? Holy crap! Don't even, don't even buy that." I only have to hear that once. We had that one vape with that propylene glycol. You guys remember that? Yes. And all of us were like, "Nope, not selling it." We could see it in the ingredients. We're like, "Who would do this?" Like, there's nothing on the market with that right now. Not Nevada. So it's like, hey, if we know. We're not going to sell it. You know, we don't call it. And it's crazy because they had a beautiful display. Yo. We got so much attention. They were like, hey, what's this right here? Like, yeah, that, that's cool, but <laughs> right. I don't feel comfortable selling yeah. that. Let me show you something better for be the same price. Yeah. They, it yeah. has this in it. You know what I'm saying? They even put that one sheet in the drawers so we could like, yeah. show customers. And I was like, that's so messed up. Like, but hey, let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sell something I want to smoke myself. Well, as a butcher, you have that power. Yeah. Like, straight right. Right. You have that type of power. Sure. Yes, yes. But everybody's going to have their own opinions, and you have to take uh, the validity of who the person's saying that. Thing right, of course. Yes. Yes. If somebody in y'all's group that y'all know that's just like a you know average smoker, and he says, that's some shit, I would at least try to try make it. sure to take a second opinion. Oh, you know? for sure. I'm going to tell you when we find out for sure. Yeah. Is when those items go like really super sailed out. Mm. And then you're like, yeah, I'll buy that. And then you buy it, and it smacks the shit out of you twice. And you're like, why didn't I ever sell this? And it went 50% or whatever, because as cumulative as a group, we decided not to sell it. You know what I mean? There's so many. Dude, if I can bring, there are things, if I could bring them back. I ain't gonna lie, I had a green and gold strain one time that was pure kush. At sixteen percent, that was a slapper. You know what I mean? And I was like, man, this, I was like, this is green and gold. You know <laughs> That's what I mean? Slap like that. Yeah, so you know what I mean? Not, not a, hey, you know what? I'll say what I said. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said what I said. So, uh, it is what it is. You know, like fucking. I smoked a, de- uh, a desert snow pre-roll by Flora Vega today because I went kayaking today. <laughs> Shout out to that little motherfucking pre roll. They got the job done. You know, it it was cool. It was better than my expectations. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So like everybody downs certain companies, but I totally feel like they're in the game because they grow one strain phenomenally. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. They got known for something. You yes. Know what I mean? So but then on the flip side, you gotta watch that one employee or coworker. That gas everything. Right. Oh, oh that's the gas. Yeah, that's, that's not fire. Like, what are you uh-huh. talking about? 
Yeah, but yeah, you got to find the people with, and you can't, people with credibility. You can't yeah. count anybody's pockets, but you got to understand the financial that's situation. True. Right, exactly. That's <laughs> true. Smoking bids, yeah, right? Because that's the only option. Yeah, so. yeah. And so. it is, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I've been right. happy for it. Right. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to tell you, there's, there's this one screen out right now. And uh, it's by Hydrostar, and it's called uh, Skyfuel OG. Yeah. And it's hitting at about 24, 25%. But it has 10 milligrams, over 10 milligrams of myrcene and over 10 milligrams of limonene. And and it's not, okay, so it's not as prevalent. uh, Let's just put it that way. It's not as prevalent uh, uh, cultivation. But I'll sell that shit all day long. Guaranteed. Called top shelf mids. Yes. Top shelf mids. I'm selling a a slimer by Desert Grown right now Mm -hmm. that has 10 milligrams of mercine in it. Right. And check this shit out. My girl. Hey, baby, I love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, my baby. Uh, You know, she's my ultimate test taster. You know what I mean? So, like, what's cool is she can actually test the, the flower unknowingly or biased to anything because she doesn't know the brands mm-hmm. she's not very familiar with the industry like I am right. you know what I mean she doesn't care that she opens it oh cool it's the jar of weed I need some weed to smoke right now you know what I mean right. and I asked her her honest opinion over something that was 23% and 33% shout out to Greenway because y'all are doing an amazing <laughs> Whoa, here goes this is probably like the fifth Mention of Greenway or sixth, but go ahead. But they had a Camo G at 33%, all right? Desert Grown had something at 23%. My girl liked the high better from the 23% than the 33%. Easy. Nothing nothing to do with the weed, you know what I mean? It was phenomenal, both of them, but she just preferred one over the other on a blind high test. Right. Because she was already there, you know what I mean? But just that... She preferred the second one over the first one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know if after a dirty bong, you it all tastes the same. <laughs> right. But you know what I mean. Like, but some are better than others. I, I very. You know what I mean. So you can you can have those. Oh yeah, I wanted to say this too though. How many times does this happen to y'all? Where they're like, "Hey, what do you? What should I get right here?" And I'm like, "Man, I really like this, this, and this." All right, dog, I don't want to know that. I want this right here. Right. That like, happens to me all the time. You knew damn well he wasn't going to Yes. <laughs> yes. We didn't even talk about uh, that. My favorite is, do you smoke? And then I'm like, yes. And this is for real. I'm not kidding you. You ready for it? For real? <laughs> I'll smoke. Honestly, in my mind, I'll be like, don't even try me. I will smoke you under yeah, the table twice. Right. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, no, like, every time I get that, I'm like, what What do you think I'm doing here, man? <laughs> I get that question a lot. How they, they, they see a name, they're like, strawberry tropicana. That shit sound like it's fire. I'm like, how does it sound like it's fire? It's a name. Like, they just made that name up. Like, Straight up. Oh, no, bro. Somebody, somebody killed me. This, somebody, oh, just because you said strawberry, this <laughs> I have a flashback to the funniest thing that happened to me probably three or four days ago. Maybe last week. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe uh, last week. Whatever. <laughs> This girl says, strawberry punch. Ooh, I'm allergic to strawberries. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I said, I looked at her, dead ass. I looked at her. I said, you think there's strawberries in there? <laughs> I, said, there's, I said, that's weed, bro. I said, that's 
bananas. We checked ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. No. I said banana breath. I said you can't get bananas breathing on that. You know what well, I mean? She better ever get no catfish or nothing. Hey, catfish. Hey, that one right there. That one right there. That, that beats all. Oh, yeah. oh my that's gosh, that's a good one. We we used to have a strain on the bottom shelf called unicorn piss. Unicorn. Oh, so, oh, I just customers look at it and go unicorn piss. I want that one. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, bro. Hey, if you want, yeah, that's all you, man. Right. Ask me, I'll be honest. But and then some people come in and they're like, hey, what's the highest THC? And then I'll show them a strain, you know, something around mid twenty percent, something like a sour power. High terpene content, good trichome buildup. And they're like, well, I don't know, man. I'm like, for real, you got to try it. It's absolutely fire. Test it out, and they absolutely love it, you know. So it's not always about that high THC, that 30%. Got to take in those terps, too, man. Oh, what about there you go. I want the highest THC if you take them to the top shelf, and they're like, all right, I need something cheaper. Yes. <laughs> well, we can't go this out. Yeah. Well, I'm selling this uh, top shelf booth because it says it's 30%. <laughs> Straight and up. You're just going to buy it because it says it's 30%. Oh, all day. So they come in, they're like, I want a $25 eighth. What's the best one, though? <laughs> And I'm like, well, they're all $25 eggs, but uh, I guess the best one's at 18%, you know, it's a content's a little dry, but it's 25 bucks, so that's what you're asking for, we'll quality, quantity. You, yeah, you get what you pay for, you get yeah, what you, you pay sure for. I was just talking to Gerald today, we have this one, we have this one customer, and uh, he always comes in and he says to me, every time, he's like, uh, give me the best you have, highest THC, the best. Every time, I wish I could record this shit because it's like golden. And so somebody, it happens every time. And so we bring it over. Bam, this, you know, thirty percent, yada yada yada. How much is it? Well, it's seventy dollars plus tax, but with your discount, bah, 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 you know. And uh, every time, that's too much. But it happens like you you ask for this every time. This must be. Some real disappointment shit. You ever heard of Sisyphus that rolls the rock up the hill and the, ro- the rock has rolled down and he has to go back and roll that fucking rock up the hill again? That's the kind of shit you're putting yourself through, G. That sounds like work. And we should not be work at all. No, I got these people that come in and see me every day and I tell them, I'm not getting anything. I tell them, I tell them, I'm not getting anything new till Monday. And it, it's Thursday or Friday, right? You know what I mean? I'm... What you see, you better get while you can because it might not be here next time you come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might be gone. Right. What's available? Right. Uh, it is what it is. They will sit there for 30 or 45 minutes sometimes, and I have, I have to have a consultation with these folks for, for that long. And they're there every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. They, can, they can recite the you motherfucking menu. Uh, you know uh, what I mean? Like, there's come to see you, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like a. Oh, I think some people like kind of just use that as a like a I never social, go to it's their getaway. Yeah, like that's yeah. Their, yeah. Oh I never go to the grocery store and hang out and be like, man, <laughs> there's Corona, there's Modelo, Bruh, Which one's better, bro? Like, <laughs> what, what? Which one has higher alcohol content? Or, or you don't do that shit at the bar. Which one? Yeah. Which one? Which one's higher alcohol content? <laughs> I used to work at a bank and. I used to be a branch manager, and old people come in, these same old people, every day. You want to know why? Because they have a lot of money, and they check on it every day. And I'm just going to have some coffee every day. And so we see the same people because I think there's a hope 
um, that one thing drops on the like uh, on the on the value menu <laughs> that's worth the while. Right. You know what I'm sure, saying? And sure. so I think like every day it's like, well, are you sure? And you're like, no, it's Saturday. I can pretty much guarantee as the si- sun rises and sets, ain't shit gonna change until uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Do you get a lot of tours at your shop? Man, we're a pretty local shop, honestly. Local. Yeah, we we are in such an area where we get a lot of east side traffic plus mm-hmm. a lot of Henderson traffic plus, um, I mean, we're just, there's no other dispensary around the area other than Shango, and I don't think. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we all agree. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yes. No, you sure didn't. No, so, uh, anyway, that, that's. Yeah, um, yep. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we. Y'all doing it. Yeah, we, we out here killing it. You that's know what I mean? Up. So we. That's such good, man. You know, and shout out to y'all too, killing the tourists. I mean, that's. But that that's a hard that's hard to handle because it's y'all different. y'all deal oh. with probably a, a different variety of people. Ten oh, gummies definitely. in the pack, ten milligrams per gummy. I say that so many times a day. You know, it, it's uh, see, I love the TV. Oh, you mean sativa? But you know, <laughs> HTC, high HTC, yep. Stevie, I don't like sugar. <laughs> Indigo. What were you doing before you got in the uh, the cannabis industry in Tennessee? You ready for this? Oh damn! I, did, I forgot. I didn't even tell you about this. Shit. I was a coroner. I was picking up dead bodies. Yeah. What? Gee. Yeah. Come to find yeah. out. <laughs> he said Did you hear that, guy. everybody? Uh, yeah. There's more to Jaybird yeah. than you even know. Uh, yeah. It was a... Uh, you know what? I would have moved out. Yeah. How long were you doing that? I did, uh, I did a solid eight months. Yeah. Uh, and I picked up a body and got on an airplane the same day. Wow. Mm. To, to move to Vegas. I did it in in honor of, you know, I felt like I did a service. You know what I mean? It's weird. Like, after my dad passed, it was one of those things that it hit me so weird and I didn't understand. I went through a little dark stage, mm-hmm. kind of, just finding myself and not knowing and crying and, you know, I, like getting older and like, what am I doing, you know? I was working on cell phone towers and traveling, so I, I've been single a lot of my life and, you know, you know, cannabis has actually found the love of my life. You know what I mean? And but you now I was a coroner in Memphis, so I was I was zipping up your body bag. It was it was mm. different. So like, I, did, <laughs> I, I either it was about right around four hundred cases that I did in eight months from January fifteenth. My mom's birthday was the day I got the phone. I'll never forget it. I was laying on her couch, laying there, and I, I just moved back from Vegas, um, and I was laying on my mom's couch. I moved out here once he got in his car wreck, and in 2017, he recovered and moved home, but I moved home for Mother's Day, and when I moved back home for Mother's Day, I know the story got confusing, through Mother's Day all the way to, you know, December, he recovered, and then August 2017, he passed, but, no, no, August 2015, I apologize. August 2015, I apologize. Way back. Reverse, reverse, reverse. Mm. I'm high. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what happens. This is what happens when you get stoned with all these folks. No, so when I was at my mom's house, I was lost at the time because my dad had passed already. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. And my buddy offered me this opportunity to, to do this. And I felt like it was an honorable thing to do after my dad passing. And so I did it for eight months. And after eight months... 
I found out that being out here before he had passed, that cannabis was going legal. So it was it went legal July first, two thousand seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when um, I was like, man, I got to make a push. So I did picked up four hundred people. Yeah, it was from everywhere from homicide, suicide, car wreck, uh, mm-hmm. you know, natural natural causes. And it, it really opened my eyes and showed me that how short life is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like the opportunities that you're missing is the ones that you don't take, you know? And I, I heard a statement from somebody that it stuck with me so fucking hard. And it, it, it kept it kept repeating and repeating. It said, you'll be the change that you want to see in this world. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I said, if I don't go out there to somewhere that's a startup cannabis company, uh, industry that where it's going legal, I was like, they they got to be hiring out the ass out there right mm-hmm. now for this. So I was like, I'm gonna go take my chance and move out there. And when I did, you know, like I said, I, I two within two months I got hired at Jimmy's. Here's how cannabis then changed my life. I went to go put in my two weeks notice at Jimmy's. Right? They asked me to work out my two weeks. It was really strange. I thought they were going to fire me on the spot. Right. <laughs> so I worked out my two weeks. On the very last day of me working there, I met my girl that I'm with now for going on two years here in August. Wow. Right. So she walked in. Right. I sold her some weed. Uh, she said, I said something, I said something slick to her or something like mm-hmm. that. She can tell the story better than I can. And then uh, she DM'd me or something and said, like, I gave her my Instagram somehow. And uh, she DM'd me and she said, you're right, that bud was fire. Hey. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she was like, she don't care about no bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't even so I, I asked her to Chick-fil-A the next day and uh, we met for lunch and the rest was a wrap. So, nice. So, so cannabis has led me to, you know, my soulmate. So. That's amazing. You know what I mean? So, yes. Yeah, without, without, you know, so from going from, if I haven't have made that jump, if I hadn't have pursued my dreams to, to jumping in cannabis or whatever, you know what I mean? I would have mm-hmm. never got to where I'm at. And then just seeing the opportunities unfold, I kept digging and digging and digging. And I'm just saying, what else is, what else is out there, you know? Like, what, what's more? And then these parties keep happening. And y'all keep popping up. And new people and faces and relationships and, you know, us, you know, collectively building together and coming up with ideas and making podcasts and, you know, doing what we're doing. I feel like it's making the industry grow and making our brand, our individual brand, brands grow. And, oh you know, it's it's a great feeling to, to be here and do what we're doing. So thank you oh guys once again. Oh, my gosh. No yeah. doubt. I mean, it's, it's awesome to have you both here for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I, I love this. Like, just... Like us having our back, like we yes. looking out for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, like me and Rocky said it from the beginning, like this is a, a podcast for blood tenders, by blood tenders. Like this is for us. Like we need to oh, keep our voice in this industry as long as possible and keep our our stamp. Like yeah. our our fucking we better off stamp. You know, yeah, like for sure. yeah, yeah man. And keep our foot on the neck. Like we ain't going nowhere. And everybody knows Rocky. You know too. You know, so yeah. Rocky's very very well known, and that's why when she reached out, I was like, man, I got I got to definitely you know jump on this. You Thank know, you. I'd love to. I appreciate you, know, you so much. I know how you support as much as you can, and you're you're killing it. So I appreciate you. Not not taking away from either one of y'all. Blood tender of the year. We know where Rocky is. She was super. 
it's, it's what, straight up. It, it is what it is when people are just known like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels good to know people in the industry, and it's always you always see the same people. You could say that for about. Three, four hundred people. Right. Think about it. Up. A minimum. Right. A minimum of three, four hundred where you're like, man, I see this person all the time. I see them at every event. But it's all love. Though. It's you know, all love. It's, it's all love. love. It's all and, love. And, and that's Straight all love. So like, and that's what, that's mostly, I, I'm, I'm more grateful for the friendships out here. You know, mm-hmm. like I still have childhood friends back home, don't get me wrong, that are 20 years deep you know right. but I've, I've, I've got some friendships out here that are so new and fresh in the three years that I have a family out here you know yeah. I, mean? I don't have any family physically other than my two grand my dad's mom and dad live here still but you know I have a new family out here now and so For like real, if I I can reach out to a lot of these people and you know I feel like everybody has my back and that's a it's a good feeling oh yeah for so, sure like when you can reach out and just Small things, you know, it's the small things. So yeah. yeah, bro. I moved out here around the same time as you, August twenty seventeen. I didn't know a single person in the entire state. No way. Started working where I'm working and like literally there's probably sixty, seventy of us on the sales floor, us butt tenders. Yeah. yeah. We're all cool as fuck. We're yeah, all yeah. best friends, like we're all so similar. And it yeah, like you guys said, it doesn't feel like work. I feel like I'm hanging out with my homies. I'm it's, selling Yeah, for homies. sure. It's like it's it's crazy. And I've I've definitely worked some shitty jobs, you know, like right when I started working, like pizza hut and shit and like coming into this and graduating college and then diving into a career in the cannabis industry it's it's been a long long journey and i absolutely love it what were you doing in minnesota uh, i mean i was in college last okay. four or five years yeah graduated with degree in psychology me and my girl want to move somewhere warm we wanted to go to california originally but it was a little too spendy and uh came out to vegas went into reef for the first time applied for a job Got hired, and my first day we had a meet and greet with Wiz and Burner. Oh, <laughs> I met Wiz my first day. I started selling KK. How it was do so you sick. Not fucking love <laughs> <laughs> that was how it started, man. Yeah, it was a trip. So, sold a bunch of KK there for about a year and a half. And then um, one day across the street, I saw a banner. It said, Largest dispensary in the world coming soon. I was like, Shit, you know what? I'm going to take a shot in the dark. I'm going to go apply at this place. Sure, shit. They call me a couple days later. I get hired. Start working at their smaller shop, Medicine, for a couple months, and we opened the Superstore, and yeah, it's been a fucking dream. Damn, that is dope, oh, fuck yeah. was that? That's that's been a fun people, I've tried everything. Listen, if you haven't, you did. That's <laughs> yeah. it, period. No, when I hear, I have actually heard people say, real life, <laughs> have you, no, I've never tried this. And I mean, literally, the look on my face, I wish you all could see it through the microphone. I swear to God, it's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? What are you doing? Because everything is there for you no matter what. The knowledge is there. So you just have to be like, even if you don't want to say, hey, I smoke it. Maybe maybe your religious belief doesn't allow you to lie. So that being the case, you can easily be like, well, look at this card here that has all the terpenes and what do you think is going on? Huh? Huh? It's going to be fire, right? I mean, come up with something because I feel like that's hilarious when I see it. Yeah. That's why, like, when I do see people like Zach, right? <laughs> low key, man. He's so low key. So smooth, yeah, I saw, smooth. I saw, I saw, dude. I saw you in there not too long ago. But you know what? I feel like being that way 
you have to act you have to judge the person that you're taking care of you know what I mean yeah. so like when you have tourists you either have to be sometimes you gotta stand your ground too when somebody you have those assholes you know what I mean that are trying to bully you or or you if you're trying to be Mr. GQ all the time <laughs> so like I was, we brought this up on the last episode and um cause we were talking about like cursing in front yeah. of our customers and I'm like you know what I curse and the reason I feel like like they're no matter who they are like they're coming in our industry mm. like this you this gotta is, welcome them to the yeah, culture of the industry like this is like, oh, like this is who we are like I shouldn't adapt to you like if you're a business person come to time like so what like this is our industry right. like, still we curse around right. yeah like this is like still we trapping. lose we having fun like we're not super corporate so uh, I don't feel like I should be like, hey, how, how, how may I help you? I'm like, <laughs> what's going on, bro? What's going on, bro? <laughs> what can I get for you? Oh, yeah, this shit's fire. Like, I should be able to talk like that because this is how we talk in our Straight industry. Up. This is our culture. But that's how you would talk, yeah. that's how you would talk to me or you would talk yeah. to Right. It's right. more personal. Yeah. Yeah. But you notice people get excited, too. When you're excited, they're fucking yeah, excited. I vibe off yeah. that. I vibe off yeah. that for real. You have to, though, you uh, know, because it's... It's dead if not. You know? Right. Like, yeah. How can you explain to somebody what's good if you can't smell, touch, or anything? You know what I mean? Right. It has to be straight, straight up. up. Your emotional yeah. feelings. Everyone wants to smell it. Can't yeah, smell it. See, uh-huh. If I get excited, like, ooh, man, I smoked that shit. Like, yeah. I, that's that's just one. Yeah, if I'm not going to say, yeah, I smoked that. That was very good. <laughs> like, it, like just, up. I'm a curse. I'm going to say all kinds of shit that I sh- probably shouldn't <laughs> say, but, man, that's our culture. <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's part of the experience. Yeah, like, we're not about to corporate, or I'm pretty sure it's going to be corporate no matter what. Yeah, right. But I'm trying to hold on to this culture as long as possible. Right. For, for, y'all, for y'all, do y'all see different types of people during the shifts that y'all work? Is it like a is day shift different than night shift? Like, because y'all are 24 hours. Well, right? yeah, for it's sure. I mean, you're going to see, you're going to see a very different um, nighttime feel because people are already like gone out you know you know it's it's vegas and you have to keep in mind it's kind of like an equal mindset people have already had a few drinks they come in you know a little bit more hyped up a lot of you know intoxicated people too it's not too bad yeah Um, it's i feel like it's more of like the uh the day of the week Right. Like when we get like mm. different kind of type of crowds. Yeah. 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 Like the event when like uh, events. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. We have so those, those days, y'all just price. Man. Yeah. But man, y'all store is huge. Uh. Y'all got a huge store, yeah. and it's just mm. expanding and expanding yes. and expanding. That's, that's the crazy part too. I mean, there's so many of us on the sales floor that are hitting a million dollars in sales every year, just individually too. Like sitting on this couch, we've probably all done about four million dollars in sales this last year. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Well, that's and then it goes right back to you are the gatekeeper here. You know what I mean? And in all honesty, think about that. People marinate on that. People that own these businesses think Mm -hmm. about that shit because you have to. I mean, if you really want to make the top quality dollar you have to really take the opinion of what's going on with your butt tenders take because care of exactly you have to be it's not necessarily like just like giving free products or right like just don't fucking talk to them just right. get their opinion and and, yeah. and like just show that you know what i value your opinion because you're the one out here selling this shit right, right. So tell me what do, you, what do you people right do you and my thing is don't you don't have to, it's not even that like it's not even the uh, the you know the free or the whatever the case may be but if you have to wonder to yourself why didn't my product sell here mm-hmm. 
Why didn't my product sell? It shouldn't have to go through 8 million people to find out. You could have right. just asked one butt tender. Right. And they would have been like, we're not selling it because we don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or we information should be shared. Right. Like, exactly. You know, it's our good our information yeah. for sure. Because constructive criticism in our industry is really helpful. You know? that's right. The because mm-hmm. that's the only way that their product will sell is if people like it. Sure. Right. It's like when you're selling Ignite. People come in so excited. Oh, is this Ignite? And I'm just like... I mean, it's really select, but like, sure, yeah, you know, you can yeah. you can well, buy it because the name if you want, but like, I'm going to tell you how it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real is real, and like, that's just a white label company in Las Vegas. That's so. another thing that kind of bugs me, is like, now that it's corporate, it's all about like the packaging and labeling, because we literally had one company that put out one strand under one name, switched, oh, switched yeah. the packaging and switched the name, but it's the exact same weed. Yeah, and now that shit's selling. Yeah, so I'm just I'm not gonna put them on blast, but that mm-hmm. shit's crazy to me. Man. Right. Like that's fucked well, up. And it says the old strain on the on the back. Yeah. Like really small writing too. And I'm like, yo, they just pulled a switch so sketch. Just right. switched the packaging, same fucking lead. Yes. I have noticed this too when I was the sales rep of Vegas Cannagars that certain markets, honestly though, they have certain niches of customers that buy certain products. You know what I mean? Like I was just at Sahara Wellness and they just didn't sell as many concentrates being close in their location. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's, just, too, yeah. it's just the location that's that they're at. It was more strictly flower. You know, everybody yeah. came in there for flower or yeah. animals. Well, tourists you know, don't buy tabs. Right. And just, and that's, shout out Honey Badger. That's the reason why I love Honey Badger so fucking much is because you can dab anywhere. I took this to Tennessee with me. I was able to. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, honey badgers are fantastic. So mobile, and, so and in social settings, they're just key. They're really, really great to have, especially right now, too. You don't know, you know, you're keeping your dabs to yourself. It's really nice. Portable, portable, almost like a little portable dab rig in your hand without using a torch. No, I, I took a kayaking today. I mean, it's, yeah, it's lovely. I can take dabs while I'm in nature. No, it was just a beautiful thing. Super so, functional. No, for sure. And we're looking at this uh, crazy piece. I just have to ask, and you don't have to answer this <laughs> at all, Zach. How much would that rig actually cost? Man, so I spent a few hundred on it, I'll say. I bought it at Champs my first year, and I actually bought it from like a, a no-name booth. Um, couldn't even tell you who the artist was, honestly. Swooped it up about three years ago. Um, well, the the banger I will say is binary mothership banger. Dropped three hundred on that guy. Say, was the rig on the banger? Yeah, was the banger more than the rig? It, it, it was up there. It was close. <laughs> yeah. wow. I would say the carb cap and the banger together cost same price as the rig. Yeah, but that's a really that's solid a, rig, man. That, yeah, that's that's a really heavy. If you put the light on it too. The banger like lights up and light. Yeah, it's a trip. Oh, it has all these different colors. Oh yeah. Mothership is no joke, though. I mean, you're gonna you, if you're gonna spend the money, you're gonna get a quality product. Mothership for sure. No doubt, man. So I'm a as we do with all of our guests at the end of the episode, we ask y'all, "What you smoking on?" So um, yeah, like what y'all been smoking on lately? Well, shit, I actually brought it over. I'm smoking on some of that Ghost Train Haze, High Terpinaline. Uh, was that Nature's Come and Trendy? Are you more uh, concentrate or flower? I'm a straight dabber, man. Straight Honestly, dabber I, all, man. yeah, straight dabs. I got a bunch of rigs, bunch of 
bunch of goodies for the the rig, the carb caps and all that. So I smoke a joint here and there, but it just doesn't get me as high. I, I smoke flour just for the act of smoking, you know, just because I love smoking a doobie, passing it around. But mm-hmm. if I'm trying to get baked, I'm going to take a fat dab. That's right. <laughs> Man, you know, I think I drink a cantaline almost uh, daily. Nothing I like. These things are amazing. Like, I can't say enough of it. Obviously, uh, I smoke lots of Sour Power. We got a strain called uh, um, Stony Point that yeah. I really like right now. King Kong Blue. The King Kong mm-hmm. Blue is really good. They're about to bring out the Kushko OG back again. So that's nice. going to come back into the cycle. So I love those strains always. Uh, some dabs right now. Uh, I just smoked some uh, Tsunami Strawberry Shortcake. By Viva La Buds, they extracted some strawberry shortcake. That shit was insane. Uh, and then I'm smoking on some Moxie Rosin right now at the house. Shout out to Moxie. Moxie yeah, on the they do, right? Like, uh, Moxie does their thing. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That's the thing. Nobody's making li- too. nobody's making live rosin out here right now. So, or any type of rosin essentially as much anymore. But uh, yeah, Moxie's doing their thing. Shout out to. To all the team over there, Alex and Twan. Twanny, I love me some Twan. He made, he made, he look. If y'all ever have any pendies, dude, he made that. Dude, he made the threads. Oh, the threads. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. No, as a matter of fact, uh, you're the second person because Borovitrix. Yeah, yeah, he had just had a really nice piece on. He was like, right. Twanny made this nice. piece, so yeah. it was nice. So shout out to Pieces of Art. He made my first uh, heady little. That's fresh. Alien head pendy too, with a little. Opal in the middle. Mm, I see you. This is my this is my quarantine uh, pendy. I've never bought a pendy yet, and this is my first one. It's so. it's a good one though. It's a good one. Yes. So. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Thanks oh, yeah. for inviting us on here too, yeah, man. That was a blast. I appreciate yeah. it. So, um, on Instagram, where do we find you, Jaybird? Uh, JB One R D N V. So it's Jaybird, but the eyes are one N V at the end. Uh, and then what about your products? You're going to find us at, at The Real Cantaline, and we'd be, be at We'd Be Better Off, and at Kushko underscore NV. And you can find all these products that we talked about today. And uh, yeah, man, you might see my fat head self on there. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, go ahead, Zach, give us, the go- give us the goods. Yep, I'm at Zach Bringman. That's my personal page. You can see Canvas Lifestyle at Canvas Lifestyle Co., and uh, yeah, follow me. Check me out. You can see who I'm smoking with. See who I'm selling to. See who I'm smoking on. Whatnot. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Amazing. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Yep. And then uh, always, as always, guys, if you have any questions, um, if there's anything out there you want to get out in the atmosphere with high bud tenders, go ahead and send us an email. www.highbudtenders.com. Just scroll to the bottom of the page in the comment section. And then also you can find us on uh, Instagram at High Bud Tenders, Facebook, Twitter, all all that shit. Yep. So, uh, as always, man, stay high, bud tenders. Fuck yeah.